Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Are you sure you'll be all right? Yes, I'm sure. It's just, if I don't go, I'll get a fine and they close at five. It's okay, Mum. I'd, I'd lock up early, but that man's still looking. Mum, just go, will you? They'll close if you don't get a move on. You could take the boat back and I could lock up here if you like. No, it's all right. Oh, all right, all right. I, I, I'll get off then. Oh, hey, we've got some of that tofu stir-fry for later. I'll get it ready for when you're back. OK, see ya. Bye, love. Bye. Are you all right, sir? Found everything you want? Uh, no, there's just one more thing. Oh? Are you Malcolm? Huh? Malcolm Holmes? Uh. You need to come with me. What do you mean? Oh, oh no. Here, uh, hang on. I've got money uh, in the tilly. Take the keys, hang on. No, stop this. I'm not going to hurt you. No, no, please. Don't point that at me. Calm down. Just step outside to the car and you won't get hurt. Oh, please. Please don't do this. You're getting hysterical. Just shut up and get out to the car. No. No. Get down! 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 Malcolm, hit the deck! Project Archangel by Jenny Stevens. Episode 1. Malcolm, you're okay now. No, help, help. Go away, leave me alone. Malcolm, Malcolm Holmes. (laughs) Hey, come on, you're safe now. Look at yourself. Help, help me someone, anyone, please. (laughs) Oh, man, I should film you. You should so see yourself. Malcolm, (laughs) this is the best. Stop laughing. I'm trying, I'm trying. Sorry. You're not going to kill me? Of course not. (laughs) Who are you? My ID. Agent Winston Cardell, MI7. Oh. The good guys. You're okay now. You're safe. Come on. Come on, jump out. Careful. (laughs) Welcome to Brownfields HQ. Oh. We're here. Take your time. Sorry. Must be the shock. Made me hungry. And bacon sandwiches are a bit of a treat. Yeah? Mm. My mum's seriously vegetarian. The shop's a bit of a clue, isn't it? Mm. Nuts for you, yeah. And you're not a veggie. She thinks I am. Ah, there's nothing like the tang of bacon, is there? No. Anyway, thanks for saving me and all that. It's my job. 
Sorry I laughed at you. Yeah, well, I suppose I must have looked a bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you did. But it wasn't too professional of me. No. How did you know about it? You've not been watching me. We don't watch you 24-7, Malcolm. I should hope not. We keep tabs. No, it was the guy in the shop we had under surveillance. Do you want another? It's okay, three's fine. So that customer in the shop? The Noblovsky colony. Oh no. Hey, I, I thought he didn't look very whole food. So Noblovsky. You know about them? A bit. I know they're really dangerous. They're why your lot. My lot? MI7. Why they wanted me. It was last year and they sort of got me. I thought we wanted you for your little idiosyncrasy. There isn't a ghost seer on earth as sensitive as you are. Look, I'd, I'd better go home. My me, me mum will be worried. It's okay. I rang her from the van. She knows you're safe. The shop must be a right mess. Come on. If you've finished, I'll take you back. Thanks. And we're dealing with the shop. We don't want the townsfolk of Ashby under Moor thinking something's up. This way, we'll just take a little detour first. Oh, it was a big do. Guns and things. We've applied a Fellini strategy to it. Fellini? Like Federico? Federico. I'll tell you about it on the way back. It's our way of covering, shall we say, unexplainable incidents. Okay. Down the stairs, there's someone I'd like you to see. Oh? I think he's there. The meter readings say he is. Agent Raphael. That's why we wanted you, wasn't it? Last year. To communicate with Raphael after his accident. Hardly an accident. Come on. This is bringing back memories. Not necessarily good ones. What do you mean by hardly an accident? That's not in your file set. Not how they died, no. Well, I think they'd heard that Noblovsky had a ghost agent. What, so our guys thought they'd give it a go? Something like that. How? Become ghosts. Kill themselves? Just Raphael. And he was sort of helped on his way a bit. Oh, I see. But he'd been complicit in his own death, if you know what I mean. Ah, the first rule of revenance. What? Direct correlation between torment at death and strength of apparition. Yeah. There's no such thing as a happy ghost. Not one at peace. I knew we'd been watching you. Knew just how good you were. I've met you before, haven't I? What do you mean? You used to come into the library all the time, didn't you? When I worked there. A lot of people use the library. Mm. Chinese man, we called you. <laughs> I'm hardly Chinese. You pretend to read westerns, but sneakily be studying Mandarin. Not much gets past you, Malcolm. Just normally it's the other way around. You know, pawn inside Proust. Mm. <laughs> That's why I remember. We watched you for years. You were on the training course. We had to do a week in Ashby Undermore Library without arousing suspicion. By the sound of it, I failed. Oh, careful here. Look there. Where? I can't see anything. It needs to scan your eye. Malcolm Holmes. How does it know me? Step inside. You're on the database. Agent Cardell. Uh, how do you mean, on Step the database? Inside. I don't work for you, remember? I, I refused. Don't worry. It's okay. Uh, no, it's not okay. Inner door closing. Is Raphael here? Yes. Good. The meters say he is. Hello. Malcolm. Agent Raphael. It's good to see you. He's with us. Certainly is. 
How are you keeping? Don't. But how are you? I'm good, thanks. It's great to see you. I'm, I'm sorry it's been so long. Um, just things, you know. I remember things. Sorry. Does the sun shine? It's a bit grey today, really. The weekend was nice, though. How's Myra? Mum's good, thanks. Well, all right. The shop's been ripped apart a bit. And Polly Williams? I've not seen much of her. She's busy, you know. Brave girl. Yeah, really brave. Are you talking about your mum? Polly, a friend. I don't think she's forgiven me for getting her mixed up in things here. And is Raphael okay? Are you all right? For a dead man? He's all right for a dead man. He must find it tough down here. John was such an adventurer, an outdoor man. I was. Well, you knew him then. Alive, I mean. We trained together. I come down here most days now, just to shoot the breeze. Bit of a one-way street, though. I unburden myself and he listens. If he's there, that is. Thank him for it. He wants to thank you. Does he? Yeah. He is my friend. You're his friend. Well, he says so. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Just to hear from him. I've tried getting him writing with iron filings, but no luck yet. Tell him we're working on other things. He's not deaf. He, he knows you're here. Oh, of course. Here, look. <clears throat> I showed Raphael, but I don't know what he thinks. What is it? A prototype. Well, looks like a funeral urn. No, not quite. You know the doors down here are lead and quartz lined to stop the revenant, the ghosts, from leeching away? Yeah. Well, this flask is lead and quartz lined. We get Raphael in here, and then we can take him places. Oh, clever. Well, that's the plan, anyway. I just need to make it a bit bigger. Sorry. This is urgent. There you go. Everything okay? Good for you, bad for me. The man browsing the bean curd? Yeah. One Victor Peshkov. I'm sorry to say, he gave us the slip at the shop. Oh dear. And it seems he's left the country. Left Flaxby Airfield 36 minutes after the incident. He'll be well on his way to wherever he's going. But at least it means you're safe to go home now. Oh, okay, good. I need to brief you on the Fellini strategy as we go. Nose. Um, this is uh, Winston Cardell. We spoke earlier, Mrs. Holmes. Oh, I thought you meant the visitor already. <laughs> Hello, stranger. Polly. Hi, Winston. Are you with the filming? Uh, you've you've heard about it then? I was telling Polly how all that to do at the shop was filming. She. Come round, cos she'd heard there'd been a bit of excitement. But Moira didn't know anything about it, did you? What did you say you do, Winston? Location manager. Oh, great. Would you mind if we did a quick interview? Sorry. I'm Polly Williams of the Ashby Gazette. It's a bit late, but I'll make sure you get a press pack. They're out tomorrow. Good to meet you, Mrs Holmes. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Uh, bye, and uh, uh, thank you for, you know, everything. <laughs> Hobnobbing with film crews. Oh, I'm not really. So tell me all, who's in it? 
Oh, it'll all be in the press pack. It's ever so low budget. It didn't sound like it. Oh, it was. Even so, I bet I could get it on the front page this week if I write it up tonight. It's big news for Ashby Undermore. True. <laughs> well, why don't you take your coat off, Malcolm? Eh? Polly said she'd stay and eat with us, didn't you, Polly? I'll, uh, I'll go and put the food on. I'm sure that you young people don't want me round while you chat, do you? <laughs> oh, look at the time. It'll have to be supper, not tea. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry about my mum. It's all right. She she gets like this with all my female friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, how are you keeping? I'm fine. Come on, do what she says. Come and sit down so I can take notes and you can tell me all about the filming. Yeah, sure. I'm not saying he's a fool. But he's an innocent. He wasn't the problem. Victor, all you had to do was get him in the car. Saying Boo would have done it. I know. You had a driver to get him to the airfield. I'd never have bungled it. Ah, wouldn't you? It was a basic mistake. Uh, I could say prove it, Mike. Show me how it's done. (laughs) Ah, no, wait. (laughs) You can't, can you? How dare you? You, Mike, bungled it so badly that you'll never see daylight again. Shut it! I know when to get out. Consequently, I'm alive. Sorry, you're right. I'm just uh, angry with myself. It wasn't my best moment. No. And that was cruel of me. I might be dead, Victor, but I'm not incapable. Oh, at what you do, you're the best. How much have you made today? Sixty-eight million and counting. There you are, then. It's useless without Malcolm. I've got a plan to get him. Have you? Just give me a few days. You've had weeks. This will work, Mike, I promise. A honeypot trap, huh? (laughs) With an unwitting, beautiful, buzzy bee. Malcolm. I had something to eat at Brown... Uh, with the film crew. You didn't tell me you've been whining and dining with them. Oh, I, I didn't really. It was just a spare sandwich. So there was location catering? Um... Sorry. Oh, I'd better take this. But you need to tell me everything, Malcolm. You keep leaving things out. Hello? Oh, I, yeah. I don't like this, Mum. What? Lying to Polly. Look, when Agent Cardell rang, he said it was for the best. This Fellini thing. Oh, and you always do as government agencies tell you. From what I can make out, Agent Cardell and his friends saved your life. I think this is an occasion when I'll do what a government agency tells me. Thank you very much. Oh, he's charmed you, hasn't he? Not the point. You've been on your own too long, Mum. Never guess what. What? That was my editor. You're only looking at this year's winner of the best feature in a regional paper award under 26 category. No! Oh, congratulations. It's true, they've just run. <laughs> Bit late, isn't it? What? They'll give me the details tomorrow. I just got the basics. I've got to fly out, all expenses paid, this coming weekend to Brussels with a guest. <laughs> Oh, 
and the fridges will go along the far wall. We needed more chiller space there anyway. Sounds great. So the film company will be paying for all this? Uh, yeah, yeah. And when does it come out? What? The film. It didn't say in that press pack the location manager gave me. Oh, um, not sure. Malcolm, do you know when the film's released? Huh? What film? The one they shot here. Oh, yeah, sorry, of course, I, I don't know. <laughs> Poor love, thinks you were talking about going out to the cinema. <laughs> oh, right. It'll be good publicity for you, won't it? Nuts for you, as seen on the silver screen. Well, probably go straight to DVD. Anyway, what about you? What about me? We're talking about fame, your award, your trip to oh, Brussels. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know any more about it? Yeah, it's been running a few years. Do you know, I couldn't find anything about it when I went home from yours last night. I looked on this morning, there's pages and pages. I think I must have been that excited with everything, I typed it in wrong. <laughs> when is it? This coming weekend. No! Oh, that's quick. And have you, uh, have you sorted out your guests? Oh, yeah, my brother's coming. Oh, Anthony. Yeah. Anthony's going with her. Where? To Belgium to pick up the award. All right. What you doing there, Malcolm? I'm checking the shelves at the right height. Oh, good idea. He's ever so practical. <laughs> oh, it's Anthony. I better get this. Hiya. That should doing? be all right. Hey, I thought you could put those sacks of brown rice along the bottom. Are you not talking to Polly then? What? What do you mean? Well, I don't think she's come in to see me, has she? Oh, she's come to see the shop, that's all. You should see if she wants to go out for a drink, you know, to celebrate her award. Just leave it, will you, Mum? Oh, Malcolm, I despair of you. It's as plain as day she's interested in you. You'll never guess what. What? Anthony's only been called into work this weekend. Oh, dear. A big new contract's landed on his desk about an hour ago and he's not allowed to say no. What a shame. He says it's never happened before. Apparently they asked for him specially. Oh, well, that's good. Did you hear that, Malcolm? Yes. He was clever at school, wasn't he? Yeah, well done, Anthony. Um, it's great for him. Oh, Polly, what'll you do? About your guest? I don't know. I'll go and put the kettle on. In eh? a minute, love. Let's help Polly sort this out first. Tea or coffee? You need someone who hasn't got much work on just now for some reason. Yeah. Someone who's easy to cover at work. I'm not sure we've got milk. Um, is Sawyer okay? Maybe work's temporarily closed. Brilliant. Oh, thanks, Moira. <laughs> I haven't done anything, really. I should have thought before. My friend Bella, she's unemployed. I'll go ring her. Black coffee's fine, Malcolm. Uh, do you want any sugar in it? Real. A 10.42 GMT. Sell one-tenth of their gold. Jack. Joe Buck. 10.42 GMT. Sell one-twelfth of their gold. A few more. That's enough. It'll slide down a few cents. I'll leave it ten minutes and then pick it up again. And make? Six or seven million dollars. Mm, good. We could do more. It's all useless without Malcolm. You'll have him by the end of the weekend, Mike. You had better deliver this time. I will. Ten, forty-two, and there it all goes. That's our money coming out. And wait for it. 
The markets will see it's falling any second now. Yes, there it goes. Falling further. Falling. Falling very good. Three-tenths of a cent. And in about ten minutes it'll be down a full cent and a half. There's something so satisfying about watching the numbers roll down like that. We set it going, and the capitalists do the rest. It reminds me of playing on the moor. We'd roll snowballs down the hillside. You set them going, and they'd get fatter and fatter <laughs> as they went. Their own weight propelling them. So, Mike, nearly time to collect. Tell me the orders to line up. Krakow. 10.53 GMT. Buy two million of gold. Check. Istanbul. 10.53 GMT. Buy three and a half million of gold. Check. Pretoria. 10.53 GMT. Buy. Sorry for landing you in it. Oh, I'm pleased to come. I couldn't believe Bella. I could. Just after she'd rung from St. Mark's Square saying she'd been whisked off her feet to Venice by a stranger, I got the call from the organisers. I had to give them a name then or the whole deal was off. They even made me go through everyone I'd seen in the week to help, like, jog my memory. <laughs> I was lucky the milkman hadn't called then. <laughs> oh, not at all. I'd have suggested you right at the beginning, but I thought we had to share a room. Uh, and we don't. Don't worry, no. That's us. Sell 100,000 barrels of crude. Check. Helsinki. At 1418 GMT, sell 300,000 barrels of crude. Check. Tokyo. At 1418 GMT, sell 60... It's, um, it's smaller than I thought. We're not going far, but you're right. It's much smaller than I've been to Spain in. Is it? You'll be all right. Oh, I've, I've, I've got my tablets just in case. They'll take the edge off if there's a problem. It's funny you not liking flying. Are you still bad with needles? Not so good. <laughs> but you were such a hero when that rogue agent set the dogs on me, trying to kill me. Oh, I wasn't really. You were, and that was real danger. <sighs> Glad we don't have to go through that again. Yeah. <laughs> You're not having your complimentary drink? Oh, no, at best not. Mm, it's nice. Unusual. They don't look like holidaymakers, do they? Could there be um, other prize-winning journalists? I wouldn't have thought so. It's been a bit of a week, hasn't it? I'm so tired now. You're pleased with it? Oh, it's wonderful. Really good quality. And I can't believe how quickly it went in. Look at this counter. And the wood's all sustainably sourced. Well, we aim to please. Well, you've certainly done that, Winston. And uh, will we see you down here? Do you shop in town? Not so much. Or does your wife do the shopping? Are you married? Wife's doing the shopping. I'm surprised at you, Moira. Well, I'm widowed. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, long time ago. You, um, you should pop in when you're passing. When do you reopen? Uh, oh, as soon as Malcolm gets back. Where is he? Well, remember that young woman you met at our place, Polly Williams? The journalist? Yeah, well, he's having a few days away with her. Oh, like that, is it? Where have they gone? 
Funny you should ask. She got a call. Bolt from the blue. She's had to fly to Brussels to collect a journalism prize. What? She's such a bright girl. With Malcolm? As a guest, yeah. They flew out this afternoon. Well, I don't normally approve of flying, but well... Moira, when did this happen? Um, well, uh, the night you pop round, you know, after the shop thing. Okay, we need to get to Brownfields now. Mm. Polly! Mm. Polly, wake up! Oh, Polly! Mm. Oh, this isn't good. Oh, no. Please, Polly, wake up! Come on, please! This isn't linked to you, Rose. Check. Madrid. At 9.01 GMT, to convert 100 million pounds sterling to euros. Jake. London. At 9.01 GMT. <sighs> Are you okay? Did I drop off? Yeah. Sorry. Ooh. I've been asleep long. A little while, yeah. I was a bit worried about you. Malcolm, it's dark. I know. What time is it? Oh my God! Don't panic, Polly. But exactly how far is Belgium? Not this far. Shh! I thought not. Look, you went out like a light after that drink they gave you. They might have put something in it. What do you mean, they? I've got, I've got something to tell you. What? Well, you know that filming. Don't worry about it. Your son hasn't just been kidnapped. They won't hurt him. But the Nablovsky colony. Malcolm's too precious for them to damage. Do you think? They wouldn't have gone to all that trouble to then just kill him. I suppose so. What about Polly? Well, they probably won't kill her either. Oh, Winston! How could you do this? I'm sorry. You knew that they were after you. You didn't stop to think, hmm, what a coincidence. Polly's been asked abroad, and how odd all her travelling companions inadvertently drop out until there's only me left at the bottom of the barrel. Hey, that's a bit harsh. Anyway, at least we've landed. Can you see anything out the window? Not really. It's pretty dark out there. Doesn't look like any airport I know. Hey, hang on, where's everybody going? Well, I don't know. The, the seatbelt sign's still on. Do you think they know something we don't? Looks like it. Come on, let's follow them. No, I'm, I'm not sure. Good evening, lady and gentlemen. Welcome to the Noblovsky Terminal. Did he just say what I thought he said? I think he did. Oh, heck. In episode one of Project Archangel by Jenny Stevens, Malcolm was played by Dan Hagley, Holly by Emily Chenery, and Moira by Sonny Ormond. Agent Winston Cardell was played by Delroy Brown, Victor Peshkov by Christian Rodska, Raphael by John Flitcroft, and Mike by Richard Derrington. Project Archangel was directed in Birmingham by Peter Leslie Wilde. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.